This is Adam Messman. You're listening to the Smooth Smooth Sounds, the Dip and Rip Podcast. Yeah, baby. So we're here at the Thunderdome with Adam. I don't, um, I don't know. What is your last name? I don't have one. That's Artcore. Okay. That well, uh, yeah. Is so, it that? No, it's actually Mesmer. Adam Mesmer. It is that. Yeah, because yeah, that's what it was on MySpace. It was. That's before Artcore. And yeah. then you're in town. You're from. Uh, in town from Seattle. Is it at, cause I would always say, Hey, I'm going to Seattle. People are like, that's not really Seattle. That's fucking this place. Which, it, which area? I don't know. Is it, is it DC? Are you in Seattle? Or are you we're, at? we're in South Seattle. So, okay. So in Georgetown, like Georgetown is the old town district of South Seattle. It's like the original, like so it's, dirt proper, road. it's proper Seattle. Uh, yes, but it's the very South end. Okay. Okay. I just didn't want to mess up cause I got bitched at because I said I was going to Seattle, but really, it's not real. You didn't actually. That wasn't Seattle. actually Seattle. Yeah. That wasn't actually you just Seattle. Pissed. The yeah. anus of Seattle. I just yeah. I just grazed it. Yeah. That was it. That just was a it. Little tickle. Fucking a. All right. Well, how how long have you been tattooing? Um, I started in November of 1994, which is the, I think that's almost so it'll be 27 years this year. I think. God damn! That's, I was born in '89. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I was born at 75. Was 75. Were you hanging out at the shop or did you just, or is that, are you counting from when you just started tattooing or were you hanging out at the shop? Oh, you want to, you want to go there? Um, no, that was the, when I, when I got the job tattooing full time was November. And then how, how old were you when you started fucking hanging out at the shop? Uh, I was 18, started hanging out at the shop and I turned 19 and then I started tattooing. Um, but, I did my first tattoo in the Rick Novak parking lot across from my parents' house, sitting in the dirt on a guy named Joe. Hell yeah, dude, Joe Dirt, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I did his daughter's name. I think his daughter's name is Brittany. And you could not tell what the word that I supposedly wrote on his arm said by the time we were done. But he was like, he was like, you can draw, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you know how to make a tattoo machine? And I said, yeah. But I didn't know how to make a tattoo machine. <laughs> and so Even I asked, better. yeah, I asked a bunch of people, like, how do you make a tattoo machine? You know? And uh, they're, they're like, oh, you just need a, like a Walkman motor and you need a big pen, you need like an L bracket, you know, you need yeah. an L bracket and you need a bunch of tape and a guitar string. I was like, sweet. So I got all that stuff together and the Walkman motor was like super weak. It was like barely moving. Yeah. So I took apart one of my RC cars. I put a freaking RC car motor in there and I hooked like one of those big, like, like this giant, like freaking go-kart batteries to it. Yeah, you did. And it was on off, like full speed, just couldn't even hold on to the thing. Switching gears. Dude, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he came over and I taped that. I taped it together, masking tape and duct tape. And uh, I put a, I, I tried to put the E-string in there, but it was it was going so fast, it was just, like, bending itself in there. So I put, like, like a freaking G-string or something on that. It was, like, a little, a little thicker. A little thicker. A little yeah. thicker. And I fucked that poor guy up so bad. I covered that thing up, like, probably four years later or you, five years later. But you did tattoo him again? I, yes, I did. Yeah. And usually I like it when you just never see him ever again. Oh, I, I had to see it. Yeah, we were going to school <laughs> together at the time. <laughs> But yeah, so that was like, I was like 16, I think, when that happened. But it, this is a funny thing, though. I, I had no intention of getting tattooed. 
Like, so he just asked me if I could do it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I can do it. Of course. Like, I was like that, that kid. It's like, he asked me if I could do something. I just said, yes. Of course. Yeah. You jump off of that (laughs) on your feet. No problem. You know? So did you, did you, were you interested in tattooing after that or no? Um, not, or you were, I kind of, I wasn't really. So I've had a lot of people tell me I have the weirdest story of getting into tattooing because I didn't seek it out. Like it kind of found me. Um, when I, when I was 15, I started snowboarding and I ended up getting pretty decent at it. It was like the, it was like the end of the eighties. Where did you live at? Like, where? Uh, where so I, I lived in Hesperia, California, which is at the top of the Cajon Pass, okay. kind of like right in between uh, Mount Baldy and like uh, Big Bear area. Okay. So it's like a V there. And you have like Mountain High Ski Resort, Big Bear, Snow Summit, all. Those all right there. All right there. Isn't, yeah. isn't Hesperia desert? Isn't it like high desert? Yeah. It's yeah, desert it and trash. It's on the way. It's the, <laughs> when you get to the top of the hill coming from going from San Diego to Vegas. When you first get to the top of that big ass hill, oh, okay, that's where Hesperia and Apple Valley and okay, Victorville, Victorville. Yeah, I totally yeah. forgot to introduce Josh. This Josh Horioki <laughs> is here also, and me as my me, me as myself. He's just that interested in me. I was forgot just, about I himself talking to you. Yeah, I just totally <laughs> forgot. He was eating yogurt. I was like, oh well, he's not here, so I'll just talk to you. So we talking about Baldwin. So you, so you were, so that that's where you grew up. Is that area of the world? Um, kind of. I was born in Missouri, Missouri, and I uh, lived in Texas for a while. And then I moved to L.A. when I was a young teenager and then to Hesperia. And then I kind of spent a lot of time there. Probably was there for like 10 years or so. That, that's a, that a bunch of a bunch of tattoo shit spawned from Hesperia, especially the early 2000s. That shit, yeah. that shit was lit. Yeah, it was crazy. And what was what was wild is when I when I came up there, there was not that many other people there. There was the shop I was at. I think there was, I mean, a rival shop to us that we were like battling it out with. And then there was uh, something in Victorville. Can't remember the name of it, but there was some, there were some good tattooers that came out of there. They're all, you know, I was down there in fucking in Oh four Oh five. I was apprenticing down in San Bernardino at, at tattoo syndicate for John Montgomery. Okay. Oh, that's where you you finish your apprenticeship there? No, or? no? Okay. <laughs> no not, not at all. No, but I, I did apprentice there with them. He was a, he was bit. an apprentice for a few days there. A few days. A, he went in and just grabbed the broom and was like sweep up real quick, mm-hmm. and they chased him out. So where did I was you, their apprentice. Where Where did you officially like? Where did you actually learn how to tattoo? Like what shop? Um, so I learned how to tattoo at uh, Tattoo Alley in Hesperia. So Tattoo Alley was owned by uh, Mike Pike's dad, Jr., and his mom, Debbie. And they had another shop that was in Lancaster, and Mike Godfrey worked there. And uh, Mike had opened his shop, Psycho City, in Lancaster, and they had ended up shutting down their place and just running the shop in uh, Hesperia. So it was, when I first started, it was me, a guy named Joker, uh, Chris Whitty, and JR. And then you were real young learning how to tattoo. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, you, you want to know how it happened? Yeah, how well, I'm just how asking me yeah, out. I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> um, so I was snowboarding, right? That's all I wanted to do. I dropped out of high school. Um, I started, uh, me and a friend started a board company, and I was designing boards and stuff, and that's kind of how I was trying to stay afloat. And I was riding. I'd had got a few sponsors. 
And I ended up breaking my ankle like really bad, like just mangled it. And uh, it was right at the beginning of the season and I couldn't ride. So Chris, the guy who worked at Tattoo Alley, um, he, uh, he was like, why don't you just come down and hang out at the shop? You can't ride. Because he, he worked at uh, the board company that I was sponsored by at the time. So he was doing all their graphics and everything like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so I was like, all right, cool. You know, and I was like, you know, on crutches or whatever. And I had a busted ass ankle with a boot on it. And I would just sit in the lobby and people would come in and I would just greet them and talk to them and stuff. Not like no intention of tattooing. I was just trying to heal up. You're doing chilling. Something. Yeah, I was just chilling, you know. I, I get like really focused, like singular focused on something. I was like snowboarding. That's it. And uh, I was just hanging out in there and people would come in and they'd look at something on the wall and I'm, I'm kind of cocky. So I'd be like, I, I can draw that better for you. Because you know, I already kind of drew, you know, a little bit. I used to draw all the roses for the girls in you, high school. You're a fucking you know? yes man, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You sound like the perfect dude. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, everything was yes. Like, can you do that? Yes. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to injure myself? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I can, yeah. Yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, so so I just, you know, redraw for them, add a little flair, like try to do something that got him excited and then I just hand it off and the other guys would tattoo it. You serve up a little razzle dazzle to him. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, a little red outline on that name, you know, <laughs> it's pretty much what I did all the time. So, and then after a while they were like, you know, handing me stuff to draw because they just didn't want to do it. Well, fucking yeah. 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 If you could do it. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, and I, I was like, all right. And I was just drawing all day when I was there, like sitting in the lobby. And, uh, so Joker that was there, is the one that I was telling you used to tattoo with one glove, smoking the whole time. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and he multitasked. He had a voice like this. He barely understand him. He smoked so much. He drove an old 50s hearse, you know? He, and, said, uh, he sounds fucking sick, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. I, don't, I have no idea. He two gloves. Like, he, it was oh, no, he did, tab, but, but, you know, he's got a cigarette, man. He doesn't want to get anything on it. And no one ever, no one, back then, no one, no one cared, huh? No. <laughs> no one cared. That's fucking, all right. No, all people right. are like, Wow, he's wearing a glove. That's amazing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he can smoke and tat. That guy. He's... Yeah. Uh, more than once, I saw Ash get on the tattoo he's working on. And he just kind of like either blew it off or like just brushed yeah, it away. Well, I mean, it's pretty much cheap. Or just I mean, work it in. Yeah. You know, hey, make everything smoother. Mix yeah. it in. Mix it in. <laughs> That's the least harmful thing they can blow into a tat while oh, you're doing it, you know? Man. Yeah, we're in the high desert, man. There's all kinds of shit that can get in there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways... Uh, one day he was like, I mean, there's a million other stories that led up to this, but one day he's like, like, hey man, you ever think about tattooing? And I was like, no. He's like, you should try it out. Like, All right, fuck it. You know, I'm like, I'll try it out, you know? And I thought he was going to like set me up and have me do a little tattoo on him or something. He's like, uh, he was living at the shop at the time, right? So he's like sleeping on the couch. Oh, he's like sleeping just in the middle of it? Just right in the middle of the tattoo shop. Oh, this dude was living. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> and, and he was like, uh, and he, he's real quiet. He's like, come back at like three in the morning. Specifically three? Yeah, he's like, come back at three in the morning. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know? So, and he's like, bring one of your friends with you. So I, I come back and like, the shop's all dark in the front, you know? And there's like the private room light you can see popping over the top. It's still on, you know? I'm like, knock on the door. And he comes out and he's like looking around. And he lets me in, right? And I'm like, actually kind of excited at this point. I'm like, this would be kind of cool. Like, I'm going to do a tattoo. Like, well, never dude, thought... so far, it sounds tight. It sounds like the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of a tight night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets very, very, very tight. 
But uh, so anyway, I get in there. I got my buddy Jason with me. And uh, Jason's like six. I think he's like six foot six, like giant dude. Right. And he he tells me he wants a tattoo on his shin. So we go around looking at the flash on the wall. We pick a, a piece of uh, tribal, like this hideous piece of like symmetrical tribal we put right on the front of his shin. Right. So we get all set up and, and Joker's in the in the back room and he's like, you know, he's got a machine. He's showing me how to put it together. And I'm like fumbling around. He's like, I just fucking give me that thing. And he puts it together for me, turns the shit up. And then he's like, like, well, you got you got to fucking shave him. It's his fucking leg. I'm like, OK, OK. You know, I didn't know, you know, I was going to put the, I had the stencil. He made me the stencil and everything. So I, I'm like, grab the razor. And at the time we used straight razors, but he had a, a actual like razor razor that had razor blades in it right oh shit. so it's one of those that safety, you change up safety razor yeah yeah safety my ass so yeah <laughs> so anyways he he gives me this thing and it's like rusty and shit like it's <laughs> dude it's been used like a thousand times but everybody had straight razors had a small patina on it just <laughs> slight slight patina. he got more in just just how it needs to be it's yeah yeah exactly so he's like well you know like go ahead okay you know i'm like he's like just get in there like, all right so i i Go to shave right on the front of his shin, and I just fucking coil the skin off the front of his shin. <laughs> like, dude, Holy it was, dude, it was like it. Ooh. It looked like you know, like, like, a, like a pencil shaving. Yes, yeah, like like, like a like a carrot. You peel a carrot or some oh shit like that. Fuck you, just God. and it's just gushing all over the place. And and <laughs> fucking Joker's standing there with a cigarette in his in his mouth. And he's like, well, you can't fuck it up any worse than that. <laughs> What did that dude say? Jason was like, "Fuck, man, what is fucking doing to me?" Did so, you like, have to like, did you just like cut the skin off at the end? It cut it off. Like, it, <laughs> it still took it off. It One fucking swipe. Yeah, because you know those old razors, you can turn the little <laughs> dial on the side and push them out. And I'm like, well, if I push it out a little more, it's yeah. it's gonna be better. Of right? course, get a close shave. <laughs> so, yeah. so he didn't have hair anymore. He didn't have skin anymore. I fucked him up. <laughs> so, so Joker's like. He's like, dude, you can't fuck it up any worse than that. Like, and I'm like, fuck. And so I'm getting paper towels and no gloves on. I'm like holding them on his shin, like trying to stop the fucking bleeding. And he's like, here, put this on it. And he hands me a bottle and I start spraying it on there. It's fucking rubbing alcohol. Oh. And Jason's like, oh, you know, and, and so a few minutes later after the alcohol, he's finally chilling out and I got it to stop bleeding. And he's like, well, you're going to put that fucking stencil on there? And it's over. And I was like. Uh, I was like, maybe we can do it. He's like, fuck that. You're doing that leg. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So he helped me put the stencil on because you know how stencils are when you're new. You can't fucking do shit. I right put it on the there. Right over it. Right over the fucking top of it. Right over, right over, the, right over the incision. Dude, <laughs> yeah. And I fucking tattooed that thing right on his shin. And about halfway through it, I fucking fell in love with tattooing. Like after, halfway, halfway through, how was he feeling about? He was did he fucking dying. He was, <laughs> I swear, you can move the skin on his shin and oh, see that tattoo. Oh, gross, dude! It fucking, he still has it too. It's so fucking horrible. Dude, yeah, dude, that 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 night for him, he was like, "You want to hang out at three a.m.?" He was like, "No problem." Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then ten minutes later, he's getting his his, his legs shield like a fucking carrot, and you're fucking. Still, <laughs> he's got thermofax stencil in his bloodstream. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna piss purple for a week, man. Oh, yeah, it, it was so fucking. And and I don't know what it was about actually doing that tattoo. I I, I just wanted to do it every day, and so like Joker looked at it when he was done. And he's like, that's all right. Come back tomorrow. And I was like, same time? He's like, yeah. 
3 a.m. again. 3 a.m. again. So I came back. You know, I was there all day. I didn't say. He's like, don't say shit about this, right? I'm don't like, say a okay. word. Like, don't fucking say shit. So, did you ever think of showing up as Batman one time? Because I would have done that. Dude, just fucking fly, sweat, fly <laughs> out of the sky. In the middle of the dark, dude, just show up at the door. Hell yeah. <laughs> just knock, fucking knock the door. <laughs> and stand there staring at him. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good idea. I should have done that. <laughs> but uh, so, so anyway, I go back. The next day, I tattoo another friend. I had him shave them. And then he ended up teaching me how to shave with a straight razor really well and everything. So that's what we used to use. But... Um, I tattooed every night at 3 a.m. for like three weeks, and I just couldn't get enough. Did you find new people? You were finding new yeah, people? Yeah, I was just bringing more friends. I was tattooing the same people over and over. You know, like Jason got another tattoo. I actually have a photo of it. I'll show you. I would love to see that. Yeah. I it, love seeing that. I did. The one I'll show you the picture of, <clears throat> I did uh, about two and a half weeks in, and then I have a picture of it that's 20, like 25 years old. So it's how it is now. So you didn't cover it. No. Everyone always tries to cover them. I like seeing them. I like seeing them. And people are always like, no, I covered it up. I'm like, fucking leave it, dude. Like it's hideous. Did he have a scar on his shin from the fucking Yeah, he still he still does. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up tattooing the rest of his calf later and like managing that scar was difficult. Your own problem? Because I yeah, and I felt like needed to handle that for him. Probably (laughs) probably hooked him up one. Yeah. Yeah. I tattooed him for free. Until like a year ago. That's fucking like, awesome. Yeah, because he was the first one that just let me mangle him. You know? Oh, yeah. So, and literally. I mean, fucking mangle him. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I was doing that every night for like several weeks. And I kind of started, like I was having a great time. I, I thought it was awesome. And I, I had done a lot of pieces by that point. Like, you know, I was, uh, I mean, three weeks every single night. And of course, anybody like I was telling my friends, and they're telling their friends. The next thing you know, everybody's asking me about it. Like, so you were doing night sessions, dude, night on, sessions on the low, yeah. and then you had, and then people started getting interested. Yeah, so I did that piece on my buddy's side, the one that I'll, I have the picture of, and it was big. It was like this big, right? I should not have been doing that shit, but um, I started getting nervous because I was realizing that there was a reason why I was coming in at 3 a.m. and all the lights were shut off. So no one knew you were doing Nobody tests. knew. And he kept telling me, he's like, don't fucking say anything. Don't fucking say anything, you know? And they were like, you know, they were giving me tips and stuff like that. And he's like, taking some of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, shit like that. You know, but, I mean, I had no idea about etiquette, like how shops work, like nothing, you know? But I realized probably a few weeks in that I, sh- I wasn't supposed to be doing that shit, you know? And it wasn't his shop, you know, and he worked there full time and nobody else really knew, especially not uh, JR, you know. So, so anyway, it's like a few weeks in, I'm getting nervous. I'm like, hey, man, like, you should probably say something. Yeah, we should probably say something. And he's like, nah, man, it's all good. Like, don't worry about it. You know, come back in tomorrow. And the guy, he didn't have anybody else. He didn't have anything else. He just literally lived in the shop. So, like, those were his moments of just he was having doing, a good time he was hanging for, out doing tap yeah, shit yeah, yeah totally and uh so i did that piece of my buddy's ribs the same guy that i fucked his shin up and i was sitting in the lobby of the shop and uh, this is during the daytime and the way the, sh- the shop was like you went in the door and then to the left there was like a little corral where there were seats right and i was in the, i always sat in the back corner with my foot up because it was still in a boot and uh jr came over and like cornered me 
like in the corner. Well, you weren't hard to run, huh? No, I ain't running. <laughs> you I ain't running shit. You couldn't run nowhere, were you? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> and uh, so he comes over there and corners me. And he used to do this shit where he would he had his beard and he had like a, a goatee that was like really long. And when he'd ride his motorcycle, he'd like pin it up mm, under the... Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah, but when he was like, either he was like anxious or he was angry, he'd flip that shit like this and he was fucking... You know, yeah, and he's just flipping it, flipping. He's standing over me, and he didn't say anything. He's fucking flipping his bit. And then I was like, "Hey, hey, Jack, what's up?" You know, and he's like, "Saw this tattoo." That was it. <laughs> saw, this <tattoo. laughs> saw this tattoo, and I'm like, waiting. It's cool, waiting. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. What, what was it?" And he's like, it's "On this kid's side." It's like, girl. You're all cool. That yeah, sounds cool. Long pause, <laughs> beard flipping, like, and I was like, and then he looks, he he stops flipping, he looks at me like dead in the eyes, like, you know who did that? And in like a lifetime, fucking flashed his eyes. Right now, I was all, that sounds like it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was like, fuck, he knows I'm fucked. Like, and I had seen some crazy shit in there just hanging out in the lobby already, so I was like. Literally had that instant like sweat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck, and you know, I, there's no way I could run. He's got me cornered like right there, and and at, for a second I was like, do I just say I I don't know what you're talking about? Like, do you lie your pants off? Yeah, or do I just come clean and start apologizing? You know, and and it felt like forever, but I was like, I was like Jack, I've been tattooing here every single night at three in the morning. I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> Is <laughs> 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 on the back punching the air? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Uh, I told you. Yeah, and I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't know until like a couple weeks in that it was super disrespectful. And I just literally told him, I was like, I fucked up. Like anything you want me to do, I'll do it. Like I'll stop right now. I'll never do it again. I'll clean your shop every day for six months. Like, I'm sorry, you know? And he looked down and he got this smirk on his face and he's like, you want a fucking job? And then you were like, what? Yeah, and I was like, yes, sir. And the next day, I started full-time, full-pay, full and I started fucking tattooing. And from that day on, I tattooed seven days a week until that shop closed. No, not You didn't do an apprenticeship then? No. Like, not per se? Not not really. But, but you, you, did, you, you did were the low man on the time. I was the low man, course. but JR taught me everything from that moment on. Like, at that point, I think because I came clean to him, and I was like, look, I didn't know I fucked up, and I... And I offered to do whatever he wanted me to do. Um, and stop tattooing at the same time. And, yeah, and I was like, I'll never do it again. But yeah, he 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 kind of took me under his wing. And then at that point, everybody, they started teaching me how to make needles, how to make power supplies, how to build machines, like like everything. Like We mixed all our own pigment, like everything. How long was he tattooing at that point when you met him? A long time. He'd been tattooing a long time. He worked at like Long Beach Bike and that. And he so, did all that? Yeah, yeah. So he'd been around for a long, long time. Um I don't know a ton about his history. Um, that was Mike Pike's dad, right? Yeah, yeah, it's his stepdad. So it's J.R. Grove. Yeah, and then his wife is Debbie, and then uh, Mike is Debbie's son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like Debbie pierced at the shop, and uh, J.R. tattooed, and he was still tattooing full-time at that time. And uh, yeah, they took me in, man. Like, my, my parents had kicked me out because he got an eyebrow piercing, right? 
got my eyebrow pierced, and my dad was like, boom, you're gone. That was it. Like, oh, no, yeah. no fucking no. fuck off. No, not, not even that. Just like, bye. Holy shit. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. So I moved in with a friend uh, and just like slept on his couch. You know? And then I ended up actually sleeping in the tattoo shop for quite a while that time i kind of lived in the tattoo shop share a little yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Jeff, you got little yeah. beds with with uh, well, there's two there's two couches man oh yeah, there was a massage table it was like covered in blood and everything else so there was always somewhere to sleep you know does he was he he wasn't mad at joker or anything uh he so he he went to to joker like a few days later and he was like uh he's like i'm gonna tattoo you like offered to tattoo him and he's like what you want he's like you know, he's like, I'm going to tattoo your name on your shin, right? So he did this, like, graffiti Joker thing on his shin and just fucked him up. Like, like on, on purpose? On purpose. Just oh. mangled his shin, dude. Like, yeah. And he he was literally, like, almost couldn't walk for, like, a week. Ooh. So, yeah. And 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 he was, like, didn't say shit about it. He's like, thank you. <laughs> looking out. Thank Good looking you. Out. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, love it. Love yeah, it, and that for real. Like you know, on the side of your shin, there's that like cartilagey kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. You could move the thing, and it was in that. Oh, like literally through, through the skin, on the other side. Fuck, dude. Like, and then he was just on the couch with you. He was like, oh shit, dude. Yeah, we're both sleeping on the couch. Like, Fuck, <laughs> you fucked up. Like, <laughs> so you ta- how long did you tattoo full time there? Um, I was there probably, I think, honestly, it only lasted about another year. But you were tattooing all the time? All day, every day. I did nothing. I, like, literally almost didn't even snowboard anymore after I was healed. I was just like, this is, I just fell in love with it, you know? And, and I mean, the shop was just full of all kinds of old school flash. And I was like, you know, I, I was cocky. I didn't know the value of that stuff. So I was like, oh, I'll just draw you something, you know, like, you know, any, any of that stuff. Oh, sick, hey, dude. dude, I'll read some way cooler. Dude, we had a, a hand-drawn thing at Jack Reedy Flash. It was on the wall. Somebody spilled fucking coffee on it. Like, and nobody, everybody's like, oh, it's character, you know? <laughs> but now that would be like, what you know, collectors, fuck? you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I, almost everything I was doing, I was drawing, though. Just from the start. Just right from the start. So they'd come in and... Like, I didn't do appointments because that wasn't even a thing at the time. Um, they'd come in and they'd tell me what they want. And they usually would point out something on the wall. And then I would go draw them something similar. Right. You know, and then I'd show it to them. And I'd always try to do something that made them like it more than what was on the wall. Yeah. You, were, you added some added some the rabbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. like, you know how it is. Like, yeah. you, you try to get a feel for the person, what they're actually looking for. And they try to blow their mind. Yeah. Know, so yeah. They just keep coming back. Um, I made, like, I was 19 years old. Got kicked out of my house and then all of a sudden I was making you're making like the same money an engineer makes real quick insane money insane <laughs> Just like 1994 I mean, we charged 100 bucks an hour at the time oh man you know? so and I, so I was getting 50 bucks an hour we were at 50% I was getting 50 bucks an hour and I was tattooing all day long you're making like inches of money a week dude and I didn't know what to do with it I didn't even have a place to live like so you're just fucking stacking yeah yeah and but well Yes and no. I was doing dumb shit that a teenager does with money. I was going to the fucking record store and buying up like anything that looked good that had a good cover on it. You know, just buying so, shit, just like that. crazy shit. I didn't even have anywhere to put it. Like I'd put it at my friend's. He's like, "Get your shit out of my house, man!" I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like stacking up fucking just bullshit. Loot. Yeah, <laughs> I did that one time and I bought a. Uh, it was actually it's kind of a, a little bit better story because I I started tattooing uh, in a shop when I was like fifteen. 
started learning how to tattoo when I was like 15. So nice. I was still in school. And like, as soon as I started getting into that, cause I was tattooing out of my house before that. And I even made business cards. I was tattooing kids in school. I had cards. Like I made them in the computer lab and printed them <laughs> motherfuckers. You I had computers have, when you started tattooing? Yeah. What the fuck? No, in the computer lab, not at the shop. So before no, computers I, existed. Yeah, no. When you started <laughs> sure fucking did. And the only computer I had access to was a computer lab, so I made I made uh, business cards, and I cut them out, and it was just a piece of paper, and I took, like, I went on BMEZ, and I took, uh, like, little flat, you know, BMEZ does have so much crazy shit. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I took it and, like, pixelated like a motherfucker, and, like, I did all this <laughs> stuff. I misspelled sterilization. I said I was qualified in sterilization. I mean, I misspell it now, so don't yeah, feel bad. But I, yeah, but I said I'm qualified in sterilization. I misspelled sterilization. <laughs> and I was all, <laughs> bet. I was all color copy. I don't think I'm going to get away with that twice. So we're going to have to go with it, right? And I still have one of those cards. I still have Oh, them. nice. Yeah, yeah. But so I was growing up. And the day I turned 18, quit high school. I was like, fuck this yeah. bullshit. I got appointments. I'm fucking leaving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? I'm making stats. Yeah. And they're like, well, what about your education? I was like, it's fucking dumb. And now I'm a grown up with four kids and I feel fine. And so I'm like, right. Yeah, you survived. Yeah. Fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. And then, but uh, when I was about, I would say I was about 17. I used to lie all the time. People were like, hell, you're all 18. And yeah. Like, hey, uh, we're going to the bar. You're going to go. I was like, oh, don't have my ID on me. Guess I can't go. <laughs> Right, just because of that. Yeah, because yeah. I thought I was being trouble. Because I would, you know, I'm not like I'm 16. We hire me, and they're like, no, you know. But so I was like, I'm 18, but I totally look like a child, right? And I gotta be home. <laughs> I gotta. Yeah, it's a weird thing about me. I gotta be home from the shop at eight. Like I gotta get home at eight. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. like streetlights are on. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get the fuck home. So, but I had a bunch of money. Like I was tattooing at a shop. I think the other tattooers had quit. I was like the only dude tattooing. I was tattooing garbage on everybody all day. Tattooing tons of bug flash and like a bunch of, you know, shit. It's called bug flash garbage. No, no, I was tattooing a bunch of other <laughs> shit. No, I, I wasn't tattooing it well. Designs were good. Ah. Me not holding up my end of the garbage design. tattoos. Yeah, garbage oh, gotcha. tattoos. No, the flash was fucking good. Don't, don't ever say that. I never said that. The flash is fucking awesome. <laughs> the only thing that I thought was impossible was David Bolt flash trying trying uh, to decipher David Bolt. Still impossible. Yeah, I was to like, this hey, day. I don't think I'm good enough to tattoo the pictures we're selling, so maybe we should take those out. And they're like, those are good for cover-ups. I was like, I can't even fucking draw the outlines of these fucking things. There's no outline. <laughs> There's no outline. You do it all with a map. I don't have, yeah, I don't or have a flat 12 shades of magenta for the butterfly. I can't yeah. do it, right? <laughs> and I had all this money, dude, and I had it in a coffee can. And Josh knows this story. This is like, <laughs> this is all in about a week or so, right? I'd saved up, like... 15, six, I don't know, like an exact number. Let's say $1,580, right? And then, uh, you know, I had it saved in a coffee can. And my mom was just like, hey, I need to borrow some money. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, how much? She was like, I don't know, like fucking $1,850. <laughs> 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 I was like, word, word, yeah. Let me see. Just so <laughs> happens. That's yeah. so fucking <laughs> crazy. I got that exact amount in a coffee can in my room. Okay. Anyway, anyway, she mean. She paid me back. It was cool, but, it, but I didn't <laughs> she have. She paid me back like one dollar at a time. Yeah, but she thought I was paid. It's good. It's fine. But I had the shop. I started saving money at the shop, right? Right. And I'll hide in my toolbox, fucking little magnet up, you know. And <laughs> I had a big old bundle of, of money that I just saved because I all I bought was cigarettes and at fourteen. Yeah, it was so sketchy, so I could only go. <laughs> Or you uh, wanted to look grown up. So yeah, uh, I just started yeah. smoking because that's what you did. Because, uh, you know, you go out, stand out front, smoke, and look fucking cool. That's part of the job, I thought. So that's what I did. And I was like, hey, someone take me to Walmart. I really want to buy something. Like, what? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have? Shit. But I went to Walmart and I looked at all this shit. 
And I bought a portable DVD player for no no reason at all. Did it you was, have a TV? No. Oh, okay. But I had a portable TV. You got to start somewhere. And it had a screen with it. And I took oh, it back okay. to the shop and I hung up the screen and I put my PlayStation on it <laughs> and I played GTA this big. That's what I did with my money. That was the type of shit I was doing with my oh, money, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, people were like, hey, you don't have to just spend money because you have it. I was like, I don't know that. That's not true. You have to. Oh, shit have- builds up. Yeah, you gotta spend yeah, it. So you yeah. buy stupid shit, yeah. and then that was also the first person, the first time I ever met the Nigerian scam prince, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I said, you know what, I, I don't need this DVD player no more. Okay, I want to put it on Craigslist, oh. and um, so I put it on Craigslist, and somebody hits me and goes, "Hey, uh, I really want to buy that from you, and I'll pay you like twenty more dollars, and I'll send you like a certified check." And I was like, "Sounds sick," and he mails me a check, <laughs> and I go. To the bank, and I go deposit, and I was a fucking A. And I go to the shop from the bank, and I take that DVD player, and I go across this shipping place. I'm all new ship. This is all where I was like, here's the address: all Zimbabwe, 2965 <laughs> Africa, right? And he was all doing it. And he's all, hey man, you know who you're selling to? I was like, yeah, send me a check. It's all good. And he's all, you know some people in Africa? And I was like, no, no, <laughs> he doesn't live in Africa. That's just where he's mailing it. They probably, it's oh, probably yeah, they yeah. don't have a lot of DVD players in there, okay? And he's probably this is a really nice one, you know? And then. I mailed that shit. That check bounced, dude. The bank was like, tried to foreclose on my life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All because I'm an idiot. Dude, and, that's what tattooers do, yeah, man. that's exactly. And I've seen him do it so fucking much. Like, I watch people. I'm like, oh, you never have money. You never had any, any money before, you know? Yeah. But I did the same stupid shit. Josh is fucking real good at it, dude. Josh will buy fucking $12,000 of fishing shit and drive a $19 car there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of what we do, especially if you get started really young, because you, oh, yeah. you just never like my, my family was poor, you know, and and like and at the time I didn't really have anywhere to go, and that kind of money in my hand like is a disaster. Oh, it's like, terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, I had no idea what to do with it, but I knew I shouldn't keep it in my pocket. What for? Know? What? Yeah, exactly. Was anyone else doing yeah. that? No. Yeah, no. You know, so yeah, I bought all kinds of bullshit. I ended up buying a motorcycle and then wrecking it. Like, <laughs> yes, uh, dude. Crazy shit. Josh, is, Josh has been through a couple motorcycles, dude. I don't know if you wrecked him, but I didn't buy him and then fucking. I didn't wreck Crotch Rock, and I had that was before I got tat- before I got into tattooing, though. But I've had a couple little motorcycles. I still have one. Still have that one I told you about that 1979 GT80. Oh, you gotta show I, me that. Yeah, yeah. I rebuilt it and everything. Right after my mom passed away, I fucking threw myself into that thing for a while. Yeah. Learn how to weld. Oh, you did that much, Yeah, too. well, yeah. I didn't learn how to weld good. I just, <laughs> I got a welder, and I did some welding. Yeah, <laughs> it stuck the metal together. Got a $180 eBay welder, dude. <laughs> Look, you got it Comes sorted. with the fucking, the welding mask that's just a fucking, it's like a, it's like a mask raid mask. <laughs> right. You gotta hold it. It's on a like stick. Your face is all sunburned, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even use the mask. I just fucking. Oh, there we go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Line it up. <laughs> it's just how we tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, you were working at that shop. Was that shop pretty fun? Oh, it's crazy fun. Or was it? Was it wild? Was it, it absolutely wild? Like, like, just, I mean, it was the nineties. I mean, it was like bikers coming in every single day, fist fights, like people getting stabbed out front, guys getting run over. Like it's just crazy. Did you say it was next to yeah. a club called the G Spot? Yeah, it was right, like right, like catty corner from oh, the G Spot. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was like girls from there, like 
us going over there, them coming back. And you tattooed. were 19 and rich. <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah, like sleeping at the tattoo shop, you know. You were fucking, was there, was there any events of note? That happened there. Um, well, he seemed to be surprised when I said people getting hit by a car. Yeah, so, I was curious. I was like, you see people get run over? I was like, how yeah. run over? Like, well, oh, oh. <laughs> like, run under, you? over, and yeah. So, so there was this dude who used to come and get tattooed. So we would tattoo anybody for any, like anything. Like if we didn't have something to do, and he's like, I got, I got this, uh, you know, left. I got a coke, you know. <laughs> he tattooed me, you know, like anything, like whatever they had. Like, oh, you got some extra tools. You got a, you got a light. You were, doing, you, know, you were doing fucking tats. Any, anything. You know, you got five bucks, you got 10 bucks, doesn't matter. As long as it was more money than whatever it cost us to yeah, do a tattoo, yeah. like I would do it. I didn't, I didn't care, you know. So there was a guy who would always go out and he'd steal a bunch of tools, like good tools. And he'd bring them back and trade them to us for tattoos. So I had all kinds of like really cool shit, you know. You still have a house? I didn't have a house, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, I had a, a broken down car, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole Hyundai that had a blue door. It was a Hyundai XL. It had no grill in the front. The radiator was hanging out of it, but it had a blue door. And uh, I think it had like a brown trunk or something like that, too. So it just looked like it was a piece of shit. It was a piece of shit. But um, I had, it was just stuff full of dumb shit that I had bought. You know? I bought <laughs> you guitars. Little, it was a house. Rat, dude, it, was, it house. pretty much was a house. Yeah. So you had a little pack rat nest, dude, yeah. that you put all this treasure in. Yeah, and, and so like I, I still was kind of couch hopping and stuff too. And, and my parents didn't live too far away. And we kind of like every now and then they let me stay there for a couple of days and then I'd get in an argument and I'd be out again. Yeah. 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 So, um, there was this guy, I can't remember his name, but, uh, he, he used to go and he was like the guy that if you need anything, you just tell him. He would go get He'd the thing. find it. Was yeah. he like, was he like the art, the, the art people that would come in and have the like, Hey, I need, you know, 29 Prismacolor stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, all right, but Exactly. And then they fucking... Yeah. And they get it somehow in 10 minutes. And yeah. They're back with it. Yeah. And they'll sell it to you for like $10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you like, you try to come up with crazy shit that they can never find. And somehow they're back in 10 minutes with it, right? So <laughs> this guy, like, but he he was like the guy who stole, like, he would go to construction sites and steal people's tools out of the back of their truck and shit like that, you know? And, uh, but he was a little off. Like, the dude was not, like, could hardly make a complete sentence, you know, but he was nice. He was a nice guy. And we figured, what the fuck, we'll tattoo him and he'll give us these give, tools. Give, give tools. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, there across. So there was like the G spot was like kind of catty corner behind this little like corner mark or whatever. And that was like a check cashing place. You can imagine how the check cashing place is in like Main Street, Hesperia, in, like the 90s. It was like. Just like hobos and like crazy fights in the parking lot. Everybody's trying to cash their checks, get advances on their paychecks. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're just like selling booze out of the back, you know? And, and so, and then right next to us in the same parking lot, there was a music store. And then there was a, a small street and then there was a mortuary. Right. And so I'm standing on the, on the sidewalk and there's like a five lane road. So it's two lanes, turning lane, two more lanes. Right. And catty corner at the at the mark, dude comes running out and he sees me and he's waving and he's got a like bunch of tools in his hand. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, like let's do this, you know? He just fucking charges out into traffic and he makes it across the first lane, the second lane. And he's <laughs> coming to you. He's coming to me. He, and I called him over. Even blinked, did he, just... he didn't even look at all. <laughs> Nothing. 
Dude, he just full he just like dude, and he's, is all, it, is he's he like I'm getting tattooed. Is he running like, across? Is this across like 395? No, 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 it's no, it's it's a uh, main street, but it's busy. Like, but yeah, yeah. he sub like cars like, okay. you know, and he doesn't even look, and he runs across the first lane, second lane, he gets into the turning lane in the middle, and he takes one fucking step into that next lane, and he gets bam, he gets clipped in the shins by like an RX seven or something like that, and I'm like, everything is fucking slow motion, right? You know, bam, his fucking shoes stayed there. <laughs> And he flew out of his shoes oh and he fucking God. went up in the air, flipped upside down, and his legs were just like, ooh, like his <laughs> rubber legs. And he's he was moving towards me. So he comes all the way into the next lane and a fucking minivan hits Holy him like that. Fuck. And he just fucking explodes and then skids oh. all the way to the stop in front of the fucking mortuary. And I'm not bullshitting you. He skidded up to the fucking and then mortuary. Fucking hit the goddamn curve of it. And he was, he was dead done. as fuck. And I was like standing there at like <laughs> mid fucking wave. You were all trying to put it back in your pocket. You're all, yeah, like, oh shit. And dude was dead instantly, dead man. Fuck. Just shit. fucking done. Like, yeah. And you're all, oh, oh shit. Fuck. Yeah, and a bunch of cars, like, you know, cars crashing into each other. I fucking run over there and I'm like looking at him. And he slid, like, he slid so far that he had literally ground like the back of his head. Oh off. my God. God. Yeah. So his legs were like he was laying like like this, with his arms like you know like Christ, but his legs were folded back at the knees up by his hips. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. And I was I was like 19 years old. Like I just fucking told you to come on over. <laughs> like it fucked me up, man. I was like, you didn't throw a fucking minivan out of shins, dude. No, I didn't. I know. I didn't make it not look when he crossed the damn street. I thought that was like Every everybody did that. Human instinct to stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, my god, that's like a dark fucking turn. I thought that was gonna be funnier. <laughs> Holy shit. You're like, so anyway, I walked up, saw the bones, I swept them up. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Holy, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah. You just went back inside, you better might as well. I mean, I waited there, the ambulance cop showed up and everything. That the cop came over, kind of just like nudged him with his foot. He didn't even try to check his pulse. He was just he was like, like, no, no. Yeah. And I was like, fucking shoes, man. Like that's all I said. And he's like, Happens all the time. (laughs) Stand back, citizen. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you how this goes. Yeah, he fucking got knocked right out of his shoes. Dude, fucking just turned his bones into fucking sawdust, dude, on impact, just like that. Just exploded. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I haven't seen anything that bad. That real bad. I saw, I mean, (laughs) fucking shit. I I saw a guy get... Backed, backed into in front of the shop and he was on his motorcycle and like oh. the person was backing up like sl- like kind of slow and he was like hey 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 god damn it and then it fucking like hit him and it was still going slow and he was like this like on it like trying to scoot his butt like he was like hey 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 but did he die? no and then it just right. fell over dude he's like punching the back windshield of like a blazer and like it backed up until the tire was on top of the motorcycle, and he was like, oh, god damn, I think something's in the way. I think I hit a speed bump. Oh, yeah. shit. I thought there was a fucking can back there. <laughs> I was fucking, that, that guy was pissed, but I never seen that since. Uh, That's fucking nuts. Dude. Yeah, that was crazy. You know, like, I don't know. I've seen a bunch of other stuff kind of like that, just mainly being around tattoo shops. Um, but that one, I, I was only like a couple months in. You just got, you know, yeah, you just got yeah. fucking baptized. I got fucking baptized and, yeah, and that. <laughs> where, so. where did, did you, you left there and, and where did you go from there? Well, um, 
So when they closed down, um, I got some more pictures I'll show you. There's uh, the front windows of the shop, shop all smashed out, right? Because another shop opened up in town, and they were just fucking crazy. Like, they would come around at night and smash windows out of everything. And, and, and everybody's shit? Yeah, yeah. And there was only a couple shops around, but they were doing that. Like, everybody knew who it was. You know, we always, like, if we saw them out, it was going to be a fight kind of thing. Um, but after a while, it was just, for whatever reason, JR was going to close it and go work at, at Psycho City, which was Mike Pike's shop in Lancaster. Okay. So he ended up, you know... I think a couple guys left and then it was just me tattooing in there. And uh, so I did the last tattoos in that shop and they finally closed down. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't know like what I'm going to do. Like, where do I go? And so Mike, uh, Mike Pike was like, Hey, well, you come out here on weekends, like come out here and work. And so that's when I went over there and started tattooing on the weekends with like him and Jojo and Mike Godfrey. And uh, that's where I really started learning stuff a lot. I was only there like a few days a week. Um, but I, I fucking loved it. And I got to like, you know, learn how to make machines again and how to make things better and how to do actual clean tattoos and, you know, just watching them do crazy shit. Like Mike, I think he did JoJo's back piece with like a four flat, like the whole fucking, that Jesus, that big Jesus. The whole thing with the four flat? Yeah, with like a freaking spread. And he was like, you got to spread them out all crazy like this, you know? He's like, you can make hair with them. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't have mags until like way later. So we were using like, Three liners or 14 rounds and then flats. Everything was flats. What year was this? Uh, 94, 95. Oh, so it was, 95. It was still right, right. Right when I started. Right in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, but so I was still, um, I was still couch surfing at a buddy's house in Hesperia. And uh, that's when this guy, we knew Richie, he, who had a head shop up the street, was he was like, hey, I'm going to put a couple tattoo booths in here. Do you want to, you want to work in one, you know? And he's like, I got an apartment in here. You can stay in the back. So Richie was, he was a crazy motherfucker, man. Like he had two older brothers. Both of them were in like, I think it was two, uh, in prison for murder, you know, like long haul. And uh, he was known as like the one punch wonder. He could knock anybody out with one punch. Dude, he, was, he was just, he had, that was just super. He was, he was a small dude, not a big dude. But he'd give you, he'd give you one, dude. He would fucking <laughs> light you up, man. And I, and I saw it happen too. You know, like him and I, like, and dude was crazy. I don't know where he got all his money, but he sold like glass pipes. And sometimes we did tattoos. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes we and did then, tattoos. And the place was fucking booming. Right? But it was booming. <laughs> so we, <laughs> so he would take me with him to Vegas all the time. And we go to Vegas and he would take five grand and he would play the hundred dollar slot. So he was like, I'm not leaving until I have a hundred grand. He said that a bunch of times? Dude, every time. And he'd get up 50, 60, 70, 80,000. Holy $80, fuck. He would get that close. And if he didn't get 100 grand, he would just keep going until it's time. He kept handing me like $100 like chips for the freaking uh the slots. He's playing $100 slots. You put in like three coins, like 300 bucks a pull. Just holy <laughs> fuck. But when you win, you won, it would be bang. Like $15,000 in like one holy pull. Holy yeah. fucking shit. And he, I'm like, dude, you got 15. He's like, I don't give a fuck. It ain't 100. It ain't 100,000. It doesn't feel like 100. I'm not leaving without fucking 100,000. And when we went to Vegas, we were driving. He had the old, like, 50s Cadillac. It felt like this floating boat. Oh, yeah. It was like slow, like, everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'd drive that shit with no AC all the way to Vegas in the middle of summertime. And be fucking on, the, on that good road. Yo, oh, God. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was a crazy time. And, and I went there plenty of times, and he, he'd give me, like, you know, $10,000, $15,000 to go play. He's like, I'm getting tired. Like, shit. 
push a whole rack of coins over to me. You need, like, you need like a, a like a like a like a sack, like, like a fucking yeah. pillowcase or <laughs> something. Yeah. But uh, but every time we do that, they'd comp us like crazy shit, like like penthouse rooms, jacuzzi rooms, like all this shit, because he'd win like fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars, and you know then they just give him a room. And then he put it all back in. So just what they wanted. Did like, he ever leave with more money? No, never. And he would not let it. No, happen. he got. A, I think he got to like eighty-five grand one time or something like that. And and he still put it all back in. He's all give. And there wasn't even a question in his mind of whether he's gonna leave. With it. Mm-hmm. Not even a fucking thought. How many was it like a couple days or? No, this was like in a day, like one night. We he get there. Only start with. He start with five grand. Start with five grand. Five grand. He take five grand. No more. No more. Yep. So he already knew that was dust. He was so, yeah. so to him. Yeah, he didn't even have it. He just didn't even have five Gs. Didn't give a yep. fuck. Yep. God damn, that's that's fucking wild. I told Josh. I, Josh never played roulette, and we were driving back from Dallas one time. There's that big ass casino. Yeah. And I was all, let's go and play roulette. He's like, all right, cool. And he's like, how do you play? And I was like, look, just take your money, take a hundred bucks. And I was like, look, we'll play. And then we played, and we lose our money, and it was like ten minutes, right? And I was like, all right, and that's it. And he was all. What? And I was all, that's it. And I was all, next time we drive by here, you want to open the door and just throw a hundred bucks? And he's like, yeah, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I was all, we should just throw it in the fucking parking lot and leave. Fucking Jesus Christ. I was all, yeah, dude. Yeah, me and me and Grandpa went, uh, just did like pulled some slots in Bishop on our way back to San Diego for Mammoth on our trip. And fucking, we got up like, I think we both, we both took in 20 bucks or something and, and uh, we got some comped money from signing up for new membership cards at the casino or, yeah. or whatever and uh we fucking got up to like 150 bucks and i was like should we pull it out and he was like let it ride just let it, let ride. it ride yeah yeah and just rode its way on down to zero dude and we got back <laughs> in the car and headed down the road dude, like had a good time though yeah, yeah. We yeah. Some guy deep in that casino dude and he was all business plan succeeded and he's all yeah. clapping he's all hell <laughs> yeah because who was it? Me, I went with Dan, our friend Dan in San Diego. He owns Seven uh, Seas Tattoo, and yeah, I call him the Danimal, dude. <laughs> because when he was like, Dan I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go see the casino. And Dan's like, oh, all right, let's go. And like, Dan does this shit not all the time, but I mean, he goes to the casino, and has fucking fun, right? So we went down there, dude, and Dan's like playing all these slots, and he's fucking putting down. I was like, God damn, Dan. And he's fucking, you know, Dan's having fucking fun, dude. And Dan is fun. Like, 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 I'm having fun. He's having fun. We're fucking dicking around. And then Dan is standing there and he wins. Or he was playing the machine for like ever. And he's like, oh, fucking fuck this one. He sits next to it. And then somebody walks up and puts in like a fucking quarter. And she's all, big jackpot. And it's all exploding, right? And Dan's all, fucking, hey, what the hell, right? Dan's like doing that. And then he's all, can you watch my machine? I'll be back. And then everyone, he, Dan realizes everyone in the room is looking at him. And Dan's like smashing a beer, dude. And he's like all sweaty. He's all fucking, <laughs> like, and he's all having to watch this machine. And he, like, everyone's looking at him. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? And I was all, is that supposed to be your money, dude? And he was like, I don't, I don't fucking know. That's why you don't stop. That's why Richie never stopped. You know? just fucking. Because it, it was his money. You know? Do whatever. Yeah, that was his machine. And and he would not leave it. Like, you'd go get him shit. you come, you know. But he, he wasn't, but like, he would work that one. That fucking- one machine. But he knew how it worked. You know, that's how he would get up that high. But it was it was still always meant to fail, though, you know. But, yeah, I mean, he could have left with 80 grand, dude, and been sad a little bit, right? I, I think he would have been uh, upset with himself that he didn't <laughs> achieve his goal, you know. He was like, I'd rather either crash or win, yeah. dude. And it was, it was kind of like, too, like, blowing all that money was almost like, 
yeah, I don't give a fuck about $80,000. Like, ain't nothing. You know? Damn, so, dude. Yeah. Nutty. So, um, but yeah, that guy, he was a trip. So I, I was living in his shop. And then on the weekends, I would drive over and work at Psycho City. And then I would come back there. And then we would tattoo during the week. Not a lot. It wasn't super busy there because, you know, for whatever reason. But, um, like, yeah, that dude was wild. So about that, so there used to be this guy. So, you know, California is like swap meets, like all over the place, right? Right. Well, they did in the 90s for sure. You get like t-shirts, airbrush, you I get see tattoos. Him. I, have, I haven't been to him, but I, or, no, Eric and I went and I bought like a cool ass leather belt and like the dude fucking hooked oh, it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Handmade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, I mean, you could buy car stereos that look like they were just fucking ripped out of the... Yeah, fresh, freshly acquired. Yeah, acquired, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there was this dude named... Uh, we called him Magic. That used to uh, used to work at the swap meet, right? And he he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to go work in Vegas. You should come out there. Everybody's making a ton of money, you know." So at the time, I was still going over to work at Psycho City a lot, and I had started working at this other place because I I left Richie's place because that was just too much, and uh, I ended up going over to um, this guy named Adam Guyatt's place. It was Sacred Art in uh, Canyon Country. And I was working there a few days and I was working at Psycho City. I was kind of bouncing around between that. But then Magic was talking about going to Vegas. So I was like, well, fuck it. I like Vegas. Like, I'll check Vegas out. Um, so I went out there and uh, he had been working at uh, Tattoos R Us in Vegas. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of them. But I think I've heard, I've heard the name. I didn't know they were in Vegas. I don't know a lot about Vegas tattoo history. Yeah. So, so where they were in San Jose. So, um, Little G owned uh, Tattoos R Us in Vegas and in San Jose. Okay. And uh, I don't know a lot about the history of that. Um, I believe that uh, actually the guys from New School came up with him. So, okay. like Adrian and Paco All right. uh, worked for Little G. There's actually a couple of really good stories that I saw that Adrian wrote a long time ago um, about experiences with G that you can still find online. Just oh, okay. Crazy. That's right. I love crazy that. I love stuff. that. Yeah. So he basically, like in the words of other people, was like a, a like a Ronin biker, basically. You know, like he was on his own. He'd do his own thing. But like nobody fucked with him. Right. So like, the, you know, other shops couldn't open up there in Vegas. Or you'd be better not. open. Yeah. No. And and so like the only um, the only uh, other shop that I knew of that was in town was uh, Doc Dog's place. It was right off Las Vegas Boulevard. And G opened up right across the street from it. Like on purpose, I be- I believe so. Or I, I he mean, just, he felt he was just walking. It was all this is a good spot. Well, it was like his third shop. Okay. So, and and it, there was an infinite amount of places he could have done it, but it was directly across the street. Like you could see the shop from the other shop, like right there. Um, and I didn't know about any kind of like weird feuds or if there were any or anything like that. But yeah, that's where he put me when I came there at that shop. He thought was, everything was tight. He's yeah, like, I was like, sweet, <laughs> brand new shops. Like freaking, freaking amazing. green and blue Running neon. Straight, like, hell, yeah, yeah, like directly across from another shop. Oh, that's cool. Hey, hey we're buddies. You know, there's like bullet holes all over the wall <laughs> and stuff. And, and I'm, you know, I'm just like the young guy tattooing there in Vegas. Still can't even hardly tattoo that kid, you know. But it's just walk-ins all day long. Fucking hey, yeah, you're doing, yeah. You're, and you're never seeing them again because they're all there. Oh all, yeah, and you charge whatever you want. It's just dude, four hundred dollar butterfly. Ah, can you just be like or fifteen don't, minutes or, or, don't, or don't come here? Where are you gonna go? You gonna go to the place with the bolt holes all over the wall? Like, <laughs> and I would say shit like that. Like, 
Yeah, like, dude, we sell tattoos to people. I did a, it was a Cowboys logo, right? It was literally like four inches wide, like a couple inches tall. 700 bucks. Holy shit. I was done in 20 minutes. $700. Ah, damn. Yeah, and I was at 50%, and I was made, I probably made like 300 grand that year. You were fucking, you were, it, you, it was, were, you were mopping, mopping it was and still. insane. Yeah, so all day long, it was me. It was in that little shop. There was only like two stations, and it was me and Magic working in there, right? And so Magic, uh, crazy shit would happen, man. Like crazy people like ODing in front of the shop or people getting in fights or like trying to smash the windows out and you go out and get in fights with them. Like, you know, across the street, people getting shot at. Like a fucking Elvis wedding chapel, Elvis out there in his fucking shorts and his fucking glasses and everything, like mowing the lawn. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, you know? And I was just a kid. Like, I didn't know what the hell was going dude, on. Dude, that sounds fucking, that sounds, so far it sounds fun, dude. Sounds like it I was. Mean, it was a lot most, fun. Most parts of it sound fun. Yeah. And actually, I was, I was 20 when I was there. So 20, 20 years old. I wasn't 21. even 21 yet. I turned 21 while I was there. So that changed everything pretty much. But um, Magic used to drive this old, like huge Impala with a chain steering. He's like this really small little Mexican dude with a mustache and everything. Wore the hats, wore a suit everywhere, every day to work. He looked you know? slick. Dude. Oh, dude, he looked slick. slick. Like, yeah, totally. And he did all, like all black and gray stuff, like Jack Rudy style. Oh, stuff. fuck sound, yeah. You know, yeah. And I think he's still out there tattooing, too. I, I don't know. But um, I, somebody told me that he was still out there in Vegas tattooing. But anyway, he used to drive this uh, this old Impala with a steering wheel. And he'd always like, you know, real slick, like get out of the car, he'd shut the door, and he'd like, like pop his little thing and then the viper the oh viper, yeah straight up you know car please step away from the vehicle yeah so <laughs> so one day I, I get there to open the shop right and there's like the front of the shop and it's like glass in the front with the door and then it goes all the way down there's a hall at the back and then you go out the back door and there's like this sunken area where they used to put all kinds of like like recycling cardboard boxes there was a restaurant next door they just throw all their boxes and, mm-hmm. and I, I get there to like open the shop and I, we used to go in the back door, you know, and I go down there and like open the door. And then I look over at the pile of boxes and there's a fucking pair of feet sticking out from under the boxes. <laughs> like, a, like, like a wizard of Oz. Fucking, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. You know? And I, first thing I was like, Oh, no, no, maybe somebody just went crawled under there, went to sleep, something like that. You know? And so I was like, Hey, you get the fuck up. And I'm like kicking the feet, like get the fuck up, like get out of here. You know? Nothing. No, nothing. Like, not even a, like, toe twitch. Nothing. No, that's so I'm kidding. He was, like, he was like, acting like he got hit by a fucking minivan or something. Well, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, the legs weren't bent backwards, but. Sure <laughs> acted like you ran across four lanes of traffic. Yeah, you yeah. You ain't got shoes on either. I bet they're back in the middle of the street. So, so I'm, like, kicking these feet, right? And finally, I'm like, all right, what the fuck's going on? So I pull some of the box. It's a fucking lady laying there like face down on the concrete. <laughs> like nothing. Like just, just fucking laying there, you know? And I'm like, fuck, she's dead. And I've been fucking kicking her for five minutes. And and she's, you know, just nothing. And I'm like, hey, hey, you know? And I don't want to touch her, you know? Except for my shoe, you know? But I don't want to actually like get down there, like check her pulse or anything. And I'm like, fuck, right? Like I'm, I'm fucked. Magic pulls up into the parking lot, which was like head height for me because I was in that drop down thing. And I'm fucking, I'm like, dude, there's a fucking dead lady here, man. I fucking kicked her. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like freaking out. And he's like, oh, hold on, hold on. 
you know, and he gets out of his car, he slams the door and he walks down. He's like, oh shit, man. I'm like, fuck, you're dead, Holmes. You know, I was like, shit, what do we do? We call G and he's like, yeah, man, we got to call G. And he fucking hits the button on his little, he goes, and that woman fucking sprung to life. <laughs> Stands up, fucking one eye looking at you, and they're one eye looking for you. And she's like, you need to wash your windows. And she fucking bolts off running away with no fucking shoes on and shit. Scared the fuck out. He fucking raised her from the dead with a Viper car alarm, dude. It was fucking crazy, man. Dude, he was all trip out on that, Holmes. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. And he just fucking starts dying laughing. And I'm like, my heart's like, you're all fucked. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> I can't keep doing that. God. Yeah. It's so many fucking dead people. Yeah, man. And, and so, at, you know, that whole day I was just like, fuck is happening, man. And it just crazy ass lady never saw her again, but apparently we needed our windows were dirty. Apparently we need to wash our fucking yeah. windows. <laughs> she was taking a look, dude. She I was, guess so. She was out inspecting, taking she a look, was. things like that. Somehow you can see the windows. with have face buried in the car. Cleans told me, you know, he was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Vegas, you know, da, da, da. and I know some people from there, but Phoenix has similar, it's a similar kind of city. If you took out the casino stuff, the desert city, and there's just like all kinds of shit going on all the time, you know? Yep. And, um, I've been in different parts of the shops, like your strip mall, dude, is just loaded with like problems. Like oh, yeah. every, every business it's own and, ecosystem. Yeah, 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 everything is a, is a problem. And like, especially if you have like a really open behind it, like dumpster, like he was fine. Oh, yeah. He was just fine. Stupid shit. You know, there was a guy sleeping in his car behind the shop one time in Phoenix. It's fucking hot. Right. And okay. it was like, it was like fucking one. It was like noon. It was like one ten in July. Right. And this guy was in his car and his head was leaned on there. And I was like, and like I took, I was taking trash out. Right. <laughs> and I was all, what do I, what am, what am I supposed to fucking do, right? Because I know the number one rule is you don't call the fucking cops, so I can't do that. You just right. have to die there. I don't know what to tell you, but I can't fucking call them for you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm just not gonna, you know? Like, I'm not getting They might that. think I did it. Yeah, you yeah. find two dead bodies. I'm not doing it, you know? <laughs> so, but I walked over and I like knocked on the thing and like didn't move. And like, I can see his head sweaty. Like, I can see him like just, oh, like cart windows uh. up. And I was all, oh my God. And I was all. And like didn't move. And I was like, try one more time, real pretty hard. And I was all knock, knock, knock. And then he was all, what? And I was all, hey man, I think you're dying. Like, <laughs> you're gonna be dying. And he was like, fuck. You're right, thanks, man. It's hot. And he's like, sorry. I hadn't realized. Like, yeah, sorry. I just left the bar last night. Said it's, you know, God damn, what time, what time is it? I was all it's new. This dude, you can see him visibly realizing how he feels. He's like, oh, this is all bad. I gotta. <laughs> he was all dicks. Oh wow, we're and he tried to make small talk, but like wasn't like he was dying. Like his body was shutting <laughs> down. Some water or something. Systematic. He's probably blind, one eyed. <laughs> just like his body was all. We're gonna start on the right side and close it down, right? Just close it right down. And so. He was just like, oh, what? oh, that, you you hang out. I was like, hang out. I was like, no, I don't hang out in the alley. No, I work <laughs> I work at the tattoo shop. And he was like, oh, oh, I see, oh, I see that. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in there and get a tattoo. What's your name? And I was all, it's Randy, but I don't like I don't tattoo that much, you know. And he was like, okay, well, I'm gonna come get one. You got a card? And I was like, why don't you get the fuck get the fuck out of here? Like, <laughs> right. I, was like I was trying. Home, man. I was trying to be like, but that, that I was like, oh my god, like, but. For a second, 
thought I was like, this guy fucking killed himself. Like something, I walked yeah. up and I was like, I don't see any blood. But it's like his head was like sweating. Like you could see the, the or melting. Yeah, like and I was like, oh god, he's, if he ain't dead, he's gonna be fucking right, goddamn now. Uh, that was that was probably the closest. It was right next to this big ass country country bar that that particular shop was. But every shop I worked at was right right near some kind of some kind of thing. Manny, the shop my brother uh, tat, or apprentice that I worked at, that's how I, you know, he's my brother-in-law technically, hmm. but that's how I met him at the shop. But right in the same parking lot was like a day job thing. So like all these homeless dudes and everybody would go there to try and get a oh, job yeah. for the day, yeah, right? Just hanging out in the parking lot. Yeah. And then Manny in his younger days was a lot more high strung about life and general and stuff like that. And he was smoking cigarettes, right? And I'd work there. And some guy's like, hey, do you have, you know, do you have a cigarette? Man, he's like, no, I was like, I don't, I don't have another cigarette. And the guy's like, well, fuck you. You know, and the man was like, whoa, man, you know, and then the guy started getting uppity, you know, they started getting into it, right? Well, anyway, Manny punched the dude, and the guy, like, Manny punched him, right? The guy's like, were you, you trying to fight me? <laughs> I just fucking punched you, man. What do you do now? But it was like always, always that bullshit, dude. But you're, every story I hear pre-2000, it's like that with like a lot more sauce. It's like yeah. a lot more problems yeah. on it. Like, it's funny, I hear, I, you know, I talk to a lot of tattooers and I hear they're telling stories and I'm like, I don't want to tell you my story. I don't, I don't want to tell you because then you're just going to feel bad about your story. It's not that cool. <laughs> I still feel pretty cool because I've met the other side of people who are like, well, you know, I learned proper sterilization procedure and I and I learned how to draw and I learned how to speak with my clients and have a good rapport yes, with them. Make everyone like, feel comfortable. Where the fuck did you learn that? Because I didn't, dude, me, it was like, how much money can you get without being told no? Can you still do a good job? You, firstly, you do everything. You, you don't say no. And if you don't have it, you go find like whatever tattoo catalog with a picture of the flash is the size of a fucking quarter and you blow up, right? You blow it up. You blow it up. Because I remember somebody was like, I want a pit bull. I was like, oh, we, you know what? I don't, I don't know if we have one. And then, you know, they're like, yeah, we got one right here. And it was like this fucking postage stamp. And it had like four <laughs> pit bulls on it. <laughs> four of them. Go yeah. ahead and get it. And I was like, oh. Like, you know, yeah, at least you had a copy machine to do that. Yeah, no, we, we didn't have a copy machine. Yeah, we were not I talked cool. to people because I asked Eric, I said, Hey, when you start tattooing, Eric tattooed at a shop called Fat George's Tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I that's where that. Eric tattooed yeah. way back then. That's where like Dragonberg, yeah, I think he tattooed yeah. with Corey then. That's where yeah. they were tattooing with Corey Miller. And, um, you know, he was saying before then they didn't have, I was like, What was up before Thermofaxes? He goes, Before we had Thermofaxes. You just you you made the acetate. And you made it in three sizes. You made sure that yep. was that was the size. And that's all you got. That was it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was like, when Thermofaxes came out, was everyone bummed? He was like, fuck no, dude. Like, dude, the acetates were horrible. Yeah. But he was saying, you know, he's like, man, they were never, they never cost so much. They like they they were in use, you know. He's like, so yeah, you yeah. get them, and it was like reasonable, you know. Yeah. And tattooers used them and stuff. But I like hearing, you know, you're saying like, oh, we, we made ink do this because we used to solder needles. You know, and we used to do stuff like that, but it's still that wasn't a normality for most shops. I didn't know other shops existed around my area though, too. Yeah. Also, it was like real, like this is your fucking, this is your gang. Yeah. You know? yeah. And everyone else outside of this, fuck them. Yeah. And if you run into them and you're out, yeah, don't like or something's you, gonna happen. Or if you go, I remember the first time I went to another shop, dude. It felt like trespassing. Like I went. Oh in, yeah. And I yeah, was like, yeah. hey guys, I work over here, and all of them are all fucking. Why? What are you doing here? What are you and like? Like trying to not yeah. talk to you that much, you know. And now oh, yeah. you go to your friend shop. Hey, what's up? What the fuck is up? And people go to your shop, and, and you know. Yeah, and everybody, everybody's cool about it. You know, it's no big deal. But it definitely was like that. Like all the shops were, they had a rivalry like between each other. 
Weird. Like, even if there was no reason to, they were just like, well, fuck you. You're in our town. Like, you're stealing our money, you know? Yeah, or like, I was the first guy here. And like I was telling you in yeah. Oklahoma, there's there's some there there is some guys who were here first. I know there's people that were, I know there was a shop, there was a couple shops that were still tattooing, and they would come in and arrest them still in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. They would come in and arrest them, and then let them out, and they would go back and tattoo. And they had the, the shop, you know? And like, mm-hmm. everyone was like, this is fucking stupid. Obviously, the law got changed, yeah, right? Yeah. But, you know, there isn't, you know... As far as I know, like, at least in this area, um, deep-seated stuff. Because I know when you go to, like, L.A., you're like, hey, you know that shop? It's been open since, like, yeah. oh, it opened in 65, you yeah. know? Like, there's, like, or, or the same dude's been floating around for 40 years, like, working in the same three shops. Like, everyone knows that one dude, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that shit, I, in California, especially with old people, you'll hear, like, the overlap, like, really hard. Like, you hear, like, oh, I know this guy. And it's, like, you know, it was, like, kind of one net. Yeah. They went across. You always hear the same fucking insane ass stories. Eric tells me fuck because he worked like in downtown Deep Bell, like right in Dallas. Oh yeah, yeah. And his shop covered in flash, and they did walk-ins of Frank Lee work there, and they were doing all kinds yeah. of shit. I don't right? know if you told you, I got a big yeah, ass Frank yeah, Lee I tattoo. Yeah, picture. He's like, oh, that's fucking Frank the Fixer, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's all like, that's fucking Frank. He's all like, you would love that dude. He's sick, you know. <laughs> He's all like, Frank was the man. You yeah, know, he was an awesome dude. Yeah. Um, but he would, Eric would tell me about people going in there. And he even has videos of it. He has videos from camcorders of, like, some dude <laughs> fucking, yeah, shit just loose, dude. Just shit's loose out there. And Eric's just That's in the awesome. middle fucking clapping. Like, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Jimmy worked there. He came out there. He goes, hey, my name's Jimmy. I want to, you know, he's like, hey, can you fight? And he's like, what? And he's like, can you fight? Like, yes or no? He's like, I mean, I've been in some fights. He goes, we'll put him in back. We're going to put him in back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to set him in back. Dude, because Eric's a gorilla-sized man, dude. Yeah. And he always, but he tell you all kinds of shit. I saw some guy, he was cutting, he went up to my flash and there was no pictures. He goes, we take your cell phone and smash it with a fucking hammer if you were trying to fucking take pictures, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. And he's like, we'll put it in the vice. I'll fucking set it on fire because he built machines in back. He was like, I'll fucking, I'll put it in the goddamn vice. I don't give a fuck. Dude, that was, was your money, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he had all the flash. He's all, some guy who had an exacto knife trying to, trying to cut it right out. You know, the f- cutting something off the flash. Right off the goddamn like, Yeah, and he goes, Saturday night, dude, we caught him up, you know, fucking Broadway <laughs> Bounce. Like, son of a bitch, dude. Because people now, I think about, I, like, I feel like some, I, I, there was a guy in here with his phone out, and he was on the ceiling, he was all, and I was all, no more. Hey, no more of that. He like, there's a big ass sign, don't take pictures of our shit, yeah, yeah. right? And I was all, and it's so weird now because you're casual, like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so Here, watch, oh, I'll delete them. Oh, I'm so sorry, yeah. right? And like Eric back then would be like, let's go out back in fucking time, do a fucking telephone pole, fucking work yeah. this out. Poor guy, just like literally, I was like, that's a cool design. I don't even know what that is. He's Take all, a picture of it. He's all for Next thing you know, you can have it for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. yeah. On was, your skin. It was serious. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking serious. <laughs> oh, shit. So you. That's awesome. So you still. Um, you were you were tattooing around where and you were you were working at Psycho City and yeah like mainly like weekends because their weekends were slammed like it was super busy um, so I would go out there and uh, sometimes I would crash out there and I was riding a motorcycle at the time so I'd ride from Hesperia across the desert to Lancaster and then I would work there and sometimes we'd be there so late I would just like crash there or something like that or go to Mike's house and stay up all night working on machines in his garage or something. Um, some reason we used to get a case of freaking frappuccino and we just pound frappuccinos. Fucking make machines. And make all machines. Night. Yeah. Dude, he fucking he works. He yeah. fucking works. Yeah, dude. he yeah. does, man. Because I, t- I like I told you I talked to him and I only I mainly talked to him about chickens and, yeah. and, <laughs> and peacocks and ducks. And he's like, I am at my house, my wife 
hatches chickens and stuff. And nice. like she like so she's like you know we built a bunch of coops and she has you know the all black chicken. It's called a, a I am Samani and it's a and it's all black. It's the ones you see on the internet. This is the blackest. Chicken. Anyway, they're yeah, yeah. they're super rare, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess Mike's neighbor got got some. And I have I have a couple of roosters, dude. They're gorgeous, but they're jet. Every part of them, every on the, really? in, everything inside of the mouth, the bones are motherfucking black. What? Yeah, this Crazy. chicken is pitch black, like an oil slick. Every sure somebody didn't just paint them. No, positive. It was ex- <laughs> it was ex- it was an expensive adventure for a while. <laughs> you might have gotten jacked. Right, but I was sending him pictures of the roosters. He was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get one of them." And I was like, "You should have one in your shop." <laughs> right? Was, oh, yeah. Fucking cool, dude. I was like, "They're nice. Like, you'll you'll be about it. You're like a guard dog." He'll right? Like, he was all, "I think I'm gonna get that." First of all, that's 150. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, yeah. Why do you talk to my rooster about that? Yeah, no yeah. fucking pictures. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. So that that's really cool, man. And yeah, then, it was it was a cool experience. That you know? sounds that sounds like the ideal experience if you could ever have one. Yeah, I like like we were like we'd be in his garage and he would just have like machine parts everywhere, like everything. And then boxes of little little pieces of metal, like everything you can imagine, like little toy wrenches and. Like just like shit he found around, like keys broken, like a thousand broken off keys, you know. And uh, you know, we tried while well, he was doing it, but I tried like wrapping the coils using a drill, and we'd rigged it up so that it had a foot switch, and you could yeah. like wrap coils on it. But the shit was like it was like a power drill, oh, so it was ooh. so fucking fast that it would just slice the, your finger in half if you tried to like hold. Fuck so you yeah. get like big thick leather gloves, Hell trying to yeah. fucking, you know, like <laughs> try to coil the fucking thing. And uh, so I made a few machines with him. I still have them, a couple of them. There's a few that I don't have anymore. But um, one of them, we took like the little toy uh, wrenches that he had, like from little kid toy sets and like welded them on. It's like stabilizing. Oh, sick, sick. So yeah, it's just just fun. I learned a lot. I learned a lot what not to do to a machine because I really like fucked up a bunch of them. Uh, But I still have a bunch of old frames that were from him that are just raw, like not even finished or anything like that. That's rad. That's right. Yeah. And uh, he, he taught me a lot of stuff. I It's one of those things where, like, he was showing it to you, and it was really cool, but only later do you wish you would have listened more. Yeah. I, my uncle was is like a machinist, like really, like a lathe machinist. Mm. Excellent, right? And I remember when I was, like, 14 or 15 going to the house, I was like, let me show you how this works. And I was like, fuck, I don't care about this shit. It was boring. Sh- yeah. about this shit. <laughs> Nowadays, I'm all Google calling him. Hey, how, what? How does this work? He's like, I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Well, yeah, I already told you what the fuck. Google it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I was like, God damn it, dude. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. You know, it, it was a lot of fun. And, and I learned like so much watching those guys tattoo. You know, watching them do like giant. They were already doing like giant. Fucking huge tasks. Huge stuff all the time. I was mainly taking walk-ins there. Because um, I kind of backed off from doing big stuff. Because I shouldn't have been doing big stuff like my first year. You're trying so to stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah. I need, I realized real fast that that's you know I need to start small and work my way up. Um, but yeah, it was really cool working there, and and also working at at Sacred Art, the one I was talking about in Candy Country, Adam Shop out there. Um, got to learn a lot from all those guys, and uh, I still got to work with uh, Chris. They also call him Doughboy. He's the one that worked at Tattoo Alley. Then he worked at Psycho City and also worked at Sacred Art. So we all kind of just like rotated between okay. those, those shops. Everybody there was like totally cool. They had all worked together in the past. And uh, and I and I really appreciate it. They welcomed me in because I was like nobody. Like to them, I was just some kid that hung out in the shop. You know, you just, and, right place, right time. And yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and Mike's family, like, like Debbie was like everybody's mom. Like his mom was like everybody's mom. 
you know, like always talking to you about your problems, like always caring for you, always making sure you were good. Sincerely gave a fuck about yeah, what was going absolutely. on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And awesome. and awesome. at the time, like I had just been kicked out of my own house, you know. You were fucking your Peter Pan so, kid like the rest of pretty us. Pretty much, huh? yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know? So so yeah, and I mean letting me stay there, like trusting me to stay in their business, their whole like sole way that they made money, and I would like sleep on the couch and stuff. You know, but yeah, it was it was just awesome. And I, I'll always appreciate like what their family did for me, you know, because I, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today. Without that sounds family. awesome. That's that's awesome to hear that. So, yeah. And and I don't, like I talk to Mike every now and then, like I'll hit him up or I'll see him at a show or I'll, you know, and, you know, I've got a few pictures where we run into each other. We're like, hey, I'll take your pictures. Um, but I always like every time I think about it, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, because I got awesome. something I didn't even know I wanted. Yeah, know? yeah. So, and you got, uh, you know, and obviously it led into to better and better and better situations. And then, yeah. And then you ended up, how did you end up in Seattle? How did you end up, up, up um, north? Well, so I had been bouncing around and I ended up actually going and working in uh, Gardena area at another shop called Sacred Art. Um, this guy named Rocco owned it with this other guy named Emilio. And it was right on like uh, corner of Manhattan Beach Boulevard in Crenshaw. It was right okay. across from the college, and it was rough. Oh, that sounds. Or rough. you were telling me that the, from the Friday movie, that's where that's where you live. Well, so he, they had another shop that was in between Normandy and Western, on PCH, and that was just called Big Daddy's. And I went over there and worked as well. Um, and that was also rough. That was like some crazy shit. Like we have several times we had people shooting up the building and stuff or in there and people just crazy fights in the lobby out front. There's a shit going on. Just it shit was a busy going place on. going. Yeah. So, so just a couple, you know, um, when I worked at sacred art, there was like a group of, of cops that used to come get there, get tattooed there. And they would get this like crazy shit. It was like a skull with all this blood and shit, and like cross shit. And they were from the Lennox police department. And uh, I think it's Public Enemy or NWA. I never remember which one it is. That's terrible of me. But there's a line in the song where it's like, uh, never know corruption until you know an Olympic cop. Like, that's Holy the line. shit. Right? And there was this dude, I'm going to fucking name him because he was a cocksucker. His name was Renzuli, right? And he was the main fucking cop, right? And I watched that guy fucking smoke crack in the parking lot, beat the fuck out of people that were just driving by, rob people. That guy was just living GTA for real. For real. With a badge. <laughs> Holy a fucking badge. Fuck. One time he was out there and he stopped this car. Like he was walking across the street. Car like, you know, and like, get the fuck out of the way. Pulled out his fucking badge and his gun. And he's like, you see this fucking badge? This gives me the right to fucking kill you. Sticks fucking. his gun in the guy's face. Guy's like, Burr. God damn. Yeah. And I'm like, do, 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 do. Oh. Ride my skateboard until somebody comes to <laughs> tattoo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Holy so, fucking shit. Yeah, good times. There was a lot of good guys that worked that place. There was this guy named Sparky and then Pete Campbell and Cody Miller who ended up going to uh, Blackheart Tattoo and working out there. Oh, that's right. Isn't um, that? That's where Fern works now. Yeah, that's Fern. where Big Fern Dog works there yeah, now. From Fern's here. from here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's rad. Yeah, so I found a bunch of old pictures from there too. Yeah. Like crazy I love, kids. I love seeing that shit. I love seeing yeah. all that shit. Yeah, I'll show you a bunch of the stuff. It, it's just kind of funny. Like, we all look like Freaking teenagers. You're like man. all little. You're all. Oh, well, I'm still little, but it was, we're really fucking little. Did you, so you had, 
that was the last place you worked before you went to um yeah i ended up working at big daddy's i think for like another year that's the one on pch and uh then i was at um i think it was ink slinger's ball and it was like 90 it's like one of the later ones because i think it would they didn't do it too much longer after that but it was uh I don't know, 98 or 99. Who was all at that show? Was that show wild as hell? Because Eric, Eric used to tell me, he's all, hey, you know what? And he like, tell me. So there I was. And it was like the roster of Dude. all the best dudes ever. Yeah, it is crazy. And, I, and there was a little old me tattoo, and they were like, fuck am I doing here? So my first convention I ever did was Ink Slinger's Ball. And it was like real early. It was like, I don't know, like early in my tattooing career. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I get there, I get all set up, and I'm doing a tattoo. And I turn around and I look behind me and Paul Booth is to my back tattooing. Right. Right. And I'm right. like, fucking shaking. Like doing no, tattoo. Cool, I knew who he was. Cool, yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. We've been doing this like, you know, five. Hey, how hey, many, how many years have you been tattooing? What's five months. You know? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm tattooing and he looks over at what I'm doing. I remember what it was. And he looks over and he's like, hey, that's cool, man. I was like, fuck, he thinks my shit's cool. And he had like this little smile on his face. So I don't think he really thought the shit was cool, but he was just being yeah, nice, you know? Feel nice. It made me feel fucking great, you know? And then he just turned around. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> like some guy's arm. It's just like some dumb shit he it's walked up. That's real cool. Yeah, man. he's like, this cool, man. You know? And I was like, fuck. Thinks my work's good. You know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he thinks I'm pretty good. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He probably knows who I am. <laughs> yeah. Probably, I'll probably see him out there. I don't know. Yeah, but he was tattooing this amazing, crazy black and gray thing. He's tattooing huge, just business. huge shit already. That was like, like when he was in all the fucking magazines, everything, like dude. And he yeah. was like doing. He was like, here's fucking whole back and ass. Oh yeah, down the and he just like draw a little bit, and just somehow it's like this fully three D. Was he doing thing. those? He was doing those like split back pieces with Philip and all that wild. Yeah, shit. yeah. I think that was a little bit later on too. Um, Actually, I think that was like early 2000. Because I remember, see, I have tattoo magazines at home where it has the pictures of them just fucking like a pack of wolves, just just murdering <laughs> a man. Yeah. So I got some funny stories about that too. Actually, <laughs> I'd love to hear them. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so anyway, how did I get to Seattle though? So I was at that show, and uh, Aaron Bell was there, and he came over to me, and he this was like later, not my first all, but later. I think you were gristled. It was your second rodeo. Yeah, second. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a gristled veteran by then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Had <laughs> yeah. more time in than most people. It was under control. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it. You know? And uh, he, he's like, hey, uh, he's like, I, I saw a tattoo you did because my buddy Nick went over and showed him a tattoo I did. And it actually happened to be a half decent one that I had done, you know. And he's like, I saw that tattoo you did. It was really cool. And I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. Just like Paul Booth. He likes my work. You know? <laughs> but, yeah. so, They're taking a shine to me, apparently. Yeah, everybody, everybody is now. So, but he, he was being nice, you know, and he's like, hey, you know, if you're ever up in Seattle, like, come check out the shop and come work for a little bit. Um, and so I immediately was like, I'm fucking going to Seattle. So I, I called him up not long after that, and I went and get a, did a guest spot. And I had a couple of friends that already lived out there, so I had a place to stay. And uh, I, I did really well. I made a ton of money. And I also had recently, like, split up with this girl I was with. And I was like, I need to get the fuck out of California. Like, I don't want to be here. Right. Like yesterday. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. It was tonight. like now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I basically like worked up there for a little bit. And then he was like, oh, you know, if you want to come up here, 
you can have a job here. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And I just bailed. But that was fucking, that was, that was a, that was a gnarly big deal, dude. In the nineties, you're working up there with all it that. It was huge. It's yeah. Huge. I, I felt like totally honored to be able to do it. And I was stoked. And it, and, you know, and it was a big move for me because I didn't know anybody. I yeah, knew were people. you out of California a lot? Like, had you been out of California a lot of times? Um, so I mainly worked in, so I've been tattooing at that time, probably six years. And I had been just to mostly California, like all around California, down in San Diego. You're like Southwest. Like yeah, Southwest. And then Southwest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then Utah, too. I actually did. I, I like Utah. To, yeah, it's cool. I went and tattooed in Salt Lake and Provo and all oh, of those yeah? places. Oh, yeah? That's awesome. I would just, like, get a, apartments. And you know, fucking apartments. Do, yeah, do a couple, yeah. all right? But I was, I was doing that because I wanted to snowboard up there. Okay, so snowboarding had come back into your life a little bit. It had a little bit, yeah, but it never was what it was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because um, tattooing kind of became that thing. Yeah. Like, whatever it is I get obsessed with until I feel like I've got a handle on it, and then it slowly, like, tapers off. Um, and tattooing hasn't tapered off, because I feel like I still... I feel like you get, yeah, you get stuck on it, dude, and you're like, I guess I'm doing this forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just like, I can never get good I can at never, it. never, you know? never, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's just challenging every fucking time, you know. Um you know, even after 27 years, it's still hard. You still yeah. got to do a tattoo. After, yeah. Yeah. You still, like, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like today, I was slow as hell. I'm going to tattoo it out there. I'm like, this shouldn't have taken me this long, you know? But uh, it's just, you know, is what it is. But um, anyway, so he invites me to come up there and work. And I went up there and worked. And I was there for probably about a year. <laughs> Bless you, sir. Sorry, sorry. How dare you? Sorry about that. Um, that's like the time stamp. You know? Yeah. Okay. They're like, check, check when I fucking had a, uh, when I fucked COVID up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was up there for about a, I was at his place for about a year. Um, and then, you know, some of us ended up leaving. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a guy there, uh, Chris Gay, and me, and another guy, Joby. And we ended up, like, Chris and I ended up opening up a shop at the south end of the city, which is about as far away as you could get from Aaron's shop. And uh, Chris and I opened that place. We also had another guy, Ian, with us for a little while who ended up leaving. Was this Arcor? Was this it was Arcor, yeah. So was this, it wasn't a pre-shop? No, shop, no, no. It was this, the shop. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should have said we opened up Arcor because that's still what it is. But uh, that was, we rented the place, I think, at the end of 2001. And then we opened February 1st, 2002. So you, you've had a, you've had a lease for damn near twenty years, fucking. Thing. Well, most of it I haven't had a lease, but yes. Oh yeah, but you've been the same the same, same location. place. Yeah. God damn, that's that's yeah. miraculous. Yeah. So what's crazy about that is that there is only actually I think I could be wrong. Somebody correct me on this, but the only shop that has been in its spot and not changed or changed hands or become a different shop or been sold or something like that. The only one that's older than ours in Seattle is uh, Slave in the Needle, the original location. And it's still there. And it's still there. I thought the yeah. Empor- I thought the Emporium was... So they moved. They actually moved to a different location. How, when did, how long has the Emporium been open? Oh, God. Like it's, forever, right? Yeah, forever. Because that yeah. was Greg Irons was there. They, had, they have had a, they, had they, they still have a ton of good dudes there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and they're all awesome. Like, we throw parties. They'll come down and hang out. And everything. That's rad. That's rad. Yeah, so, yeah, real nice guys over there. Um and but they are, I think, I believe they're in a different location than they were, and that probably happened like ten or fifteen. Okay. But as far as like you know, they are definitely the one of the oldest shops. Them and uh, Vivian Lazonga, 
who's oh, still there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, she's down in like Pike Marcus Market area, like everybody knows. Okay, okay. Um, I think I've been to their uh, their thing at the Army base. Um, I think it's in California, though. There's like a shop. Our base. Did she ever work there? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. I'm not totally sure. I don't sure. know if it's like Fort Bragg. It's got like the glass beach. It's got like that. That There's like a tattoo museum there. And I went there and I huh. saw that. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Naveen's been tattooing. Like, I don't, she might be like the longest female tattooer, like still tattooing. You know? She's been tattooing. Well, I mean, she's been around as long as I've ever, yeah. I've ever known. Who was the other? Judy Parker's been around Judy as, Parker, far, yeah. as far as I've ever I've ever known. Yeah. Is Judy still? She's still tattooing? Yeah. Really? There was a, nice. we, had, we had that, uh, we had a, a young lady named Sienna from Tiger Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one who brought me the, the Walt Daly flash. And oh, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she goes and does Sturgis with Judy and she just did it. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's she's doing Sturgis. Awesome. Dude, yeah. She's fucking still She's tats. on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's so sick. I was like, dude, her flash was the goddamn best. You can make oh, a I probably million made half a million dollars on that, that shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember our Eric tattooed that. I mean, he's all, dude, that's a million dollar rose. And I was like, we talk about it. I bought fucking houses and divorces with that shit. And I was For like, real? Fuck yeah, hell yeah. 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 Yeah, man. I used to make tons of money off of her stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, and it's still good. It's still oh, just yeah. as fucking good. Never stop. I, I love, I love flash and like, you know, getting it. And, and like I was telling you, I was like, I remember taking tattoo brand flash by the box and just throwing it in a goddamn dumpster Dude, because they were yeah. like, just throw this away. I was like, this old shit? Now he's just fucking... It's all smoke, <laughs> smoke stained and everything. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get this garbage out of here. We'll put it in the new shit, you know? Yeah, I'm all, oh, yeah, yeah. it just didn't... Like, it wasn't really like... You didn't think it was valuable. Well, you yeah. you get more. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It costs a fucking quarter. You can get, you can get yeah. plenty more of it. God, man. Somewhere there's people with just boxes that shit. Oh, they are. This, know nah, I, see, I see some people every now and then, like, try and sell shit. And it's like a fucking way too much money. And I'm like... You know, chill the fuck out. Or like stuff you can still get. You yeah. know, like stuff you can still buy from Spalding. You know, yeah. and then I'm like, chill the fuck out. You know. Yeah, I don't know if Mike still has it, but there was a giant box of old acetate stencils going all the way back to like the Long Beach pipe. Like all the way back. Just huge. I imagine, and it was probably. under the counter at Tattoo Alley. Just sitting there, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I like he was like, oh, you want to try them out? And they they try them out. You know, they put the little shit on there, yeah. and wipe the Vaseline on. It's like you know, but um. Yeah, just a giant box of them. There was probably like 300 of them. In there. And just, just, yeah, that was the same thing. At the shop, you'd have a big old copy box like that. And it would be flash now that you would try and buy. You're like, hey, can oh, I yeah. buy that? And you're like, yeah. that old garbage, you know? Yeah. yeah. That old <laughs> fucking shit. Uh, but I remember like people get tired of the designs. And they would, they I, we had a couple of sheets that just had the whole design just cut the fuck out of it, dude. And it was yeah. like this Cherry Creek piece. But they still, it was on, it was like real close to that sheet with the, with the tiger butterfly that had the thing, right? Uh-huh. You know, and it was another sheet and they just fucking, some dude got pissed one day, just cut it the fuck off, dude. And he was <laughs> <laughs> just not, no, fresh out, tired of it. <laughs> out of stock. Dude, yeah. out of stock on that thing. Oh like, God. Funny God. story about being out of stock. This two dudes came into uh, Big Daddy's one time, this is down in LA. And they're both like drunk, right? One guy didn't speak any English and his buddy was translating for him and he's looking at the Jesus head sheet and he was wasted. So there's no way I'm going to tattoo him. Like it's super late at night. He's like, another guy's like, hey, well, my friend wants to know if you got it, you know, how much are your Jesus head? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't know how much you got, you know? And he asked him and he's like, this he's got 50 bucks. Like, Fuck, man. We're all out of $50 Jesus head. <laughs> 
He just and he was like, to his face. and he was like, translates to the guy, and the guy's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't get fucking mad. He was just no. like, I understand business. And yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, I ended up doing a sheet of flash for some book like years later, and there's a Jesus head on it. It says $50. $50 Jesus? Yeah. Wow, that's sick. That's <laughs> sick. I love that. Did you? So you've had you've had Arcor for damn near 20 years. Yeah, it'll be 20 years uh, in February. And you've, in, you know, have you had, a, you've had how many people in and out working there? Had lots of people in and out. Um, it was mainly for, for probably like a decade, though. It was just, um, just like three or four of us. You know, like the three main people who worked there entire time was myself, uh, Chris Gay, who now owns uh, Rabbit Hands in Seattle. It's a different shop I worked at that shop. Oh, yeah? I worked it with Jared. Yeah, it was when Jared was there. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Jared's, he's Jared's uncle. Is he? Yeah, Jared worked- started apprenticeship at... Aaron's and then finishes apprenticeship at Arcor. The first time I ever went to Seattle, I worked at that shop. Nice. And it was super, it was super. That was when I tattooed the guy who worked for your shop. Oh, I yeah, think. Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I did. I think it was cool. I think I did a cool tattoo. I don't I remember. But if I don't, just say, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Thanks. Perfect. Very Thank cool. you so cool, much. Actually, man. the coolest Thanks. tattoo I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we went and got tattooed by you. He was all excited. Yeah, that was. And then he that, came back. Yeah, then he came no, back. <laughs> and he, he was even happier then. Perfect. Yeah, totally. I like that, you know, if you, you've been in the same place for so long that now you know so many people, you know, and I, I used to, I used to kind of be like that Phoenix, right? I know, like, I know like a bunch of main people, right? And now, like, looking around, like, fuck, there's a fucking billion. Like, you know, yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot. I think every city is, ex, is experiencing it, you know? Yeah, definitely. But it's just, it's fucking crazy. But it's, it's, you know, it's cool that, because so many people talk about, like, sorry you missed, sorry you missed tattooing. It was fucking cool. And, like, it's all... For real. Like, yeah. Sorry you missed it, dude. Yeah. But it was sick. It was so fun. Yeah. Now it's kind of so big that it's it's hard to really, like, grasp it, you know? Like, I feel like back, you know, even late 90s, early 2000s, you kind of get an idea of what, like, the community of tattooing is like, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it wasn't... It wasn't so big that there were, like, a thousand people that were doing killer work that you had no idea existed. You know, there might be five or six or seven, maybe even a dozen. But now there's like thousands of people I've oh, never heard of. Are, that are just if insane. you go on the explore page, like that's the best tattoo. Like, and like we were talking, I'm like, hey, if you did a tattoo you did today, if you did that in 95, you'd be famous for the rest of your life. If oh, you yeah. Did, yeah. If, you, <laughs> if Josh finished one back piece from today, he would yeah. be fucking fully famous for the rest of his life. There'd be right? books about him. And yeah. like people talk about that. And like, and I know we were discussing, like, you know, I still like the look of how tattoos looked back then. Because I remember yeah. seeing, like, Guy Hatch, and you're like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, or seeing, like, you know, the San Francisco Biomech stuff, seeing all that. And you're like, like God, Kane, damn. So, yeah. yeah. And I still, I think, like, probably still one of my favorite tattoos of all time is Ron Earhart. Like, oh, yeah. Still my favorite. And he did a shirt for us. And I was like. Right, like I texted him, I was like, "Cool, right?" But inside, I was like, "Oh, this is sick," you know. Yeah, I yeah. Was all, and he was like, "Sue, he was super fucking cool," you know. Yeah. But I was oh, like, yeah. "Dude, I'm fucking like, yeah." I still got like, I got like two of those books. That that bodysuit book. That oh did. yeah, yeah. I got a I got a funny story about Ron too. Uh, one of the Inkslingers balls that I went to. This he, you know, he had no idea who I was, and I was just a young kid or whatever. He was there tattooing, doing his bio stuff. And uh, I only had, like, I, had, I think I had my forearm tattooed, and I had, like, stuff on my leg or whatever and a couple other oddball pieces. And I, I, I was wanted to talk to him about his bio stuff. Really love your shit. It's really, really cool. And it was, like, next level. Of, oh, it was know? insane. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, like, thinking about 
I mean, it might be kind of cool to get some fucking Biomech fucking sideburns down the oh, side of my be, face. You're going to come out of the gate. Oh, now, straight dude. up. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, you don't want to do that. And they just like turned away. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want all that. Okay. You don't, you don't want that life. Yeah, yeah. You don't want, you don't want to do that. You're you all know? mad now as an adult with two children. You're all right. Yeah. You know? so, maybe, maybe, maybe he was right. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say I was yeah. wrong. He probably but. doesn't even remember that shit. But yeah. <laughs> like, hey, dude, I'm trying to get fucking laced up, dude. Give, yeah. Give me the Elvis Burns, dude. Like, whoa. Yeah. And he was just basically like, no. No. Didn't even entertain no. your bullshit. No, no, no. Stupid idea. Fucking stupid. Yeah. So you, uh, and you've, <laughs> I mean, you, because I remember you, I like, I know at our shop, right? And like, you're, you're in town. You're like, hey, do you have this? Do you have this? I know when I go somewhere, I'm like, hey, where's every fucking thing, right? Because yeah, yeah. I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And today, he was like, hey, Caleb, can you make me a stencil? Like, how's this thermofax work? You know, you're like, tap it twice and fucking whisper in the hole and then fucking yeah. put it through to make it work. And I was like, no, nah, man, that's a good ass one. I bought it from a tweaker. You just run it through and it goes, you know? And he was like, okay, that's crazy. All right. Yeah. Like, I was pretty sure. And it did. And it did. It, it made just, a sense. It just worked. And then I told yeah. him, I was like, sorry to flaunt our wealth like this. That, you know, we have <laughs> Stacks of has, Yeah, I have an abundance of 3Ms that I gather from around the world. Yeah, I see how it is. And then, uh, <laughs> but you've been in the same fucking station for 20 years. You know, you know, what? You every square goddamn inch of that thing. Because he was telling me you were digging through the other day. You're like, oh, shit, here's the ink from fucking 19 whenever. Yeah, so I, I was digging through my shit. And... Just because, you know, once every 10 years or so, I'll see what I got. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, like, I found, like, I have whole sets of Phil Fairweather colors. The whole thing. The whole thing, like, like giant eight-ounce bottles. Just crisp. Just, yeah. The- and they're still, like, good to go. Fucking like, A. Yeah. And I, and I would keep them, like, I mean, some of them are probably older than the shop. Yeah. Like, that old. Because we would just buy, like, full sets every time. You know, you have to, like call the number or whatever and yeah. tell them the codes and everything. And, yeah. you know, you'd end up like, you know, weeks later, you ended up getting this box like this big full of these eight ounce bottles. And uh, I just kept buying multiple ones and I had tons of them. I had another box that was in the back that probably had maybe a set and a half of that. That's and awesome. uh, the, uh, this girl, Angela, that used to work with us, Ended up throwing them away. Oh, like Josh? She thought that, yeah. <laughs> Why did you do that, too? Oh, yeah. Well, she thought they were just old acrylic paints because they're dust. just in those blank bottles. Yeah, you know? old dusty shit. Yeah, She's yeah. Like, helping is, you out, Yeah, dude. she was helping me out. Yeah. She was all but, just slam dunk. Someone threw away the... I had... I I didn't have a set. They were mine because the shop had them. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, they were back. Yeah. I was like, hey, we have a set of those, uh, those tattoo machine magazines. The full set from Icon, right? Oh, yeah. And, you know... Those, those you could just buy them. It used to be easy to buy them, but this is a while after. Like they're no more. They're fucking sacred, right? Yeah, right. And some yeah. chick was going through. She's like, I read all these pamphlets, threw away all the tab magazines. Like here, you got clean dust now. She's like, threw away all the tightest shit in the world. Oh shit! And she did on like a Monday. We didn't get back till like Thursday. She, you know, and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And then Josh <laughs> yesterday, handfuls of ink bottles that are three quarters full. He's like, don't need these in my life. And I was like, what the fuck? Got you downsize. Yeah, what are yeah. you doing, dude? I don't like those colors. What, what are you doing? <laughs> now, I've been up there taking space on my shelf for fucking... Right? Years. He can put more of the other colors that yeah. he always uses. It's not yeah. like it's fucking just, just hiding up there being good, dude. Just hiding <laughs> up there being a problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fucking looking at him now sideways. Now I've been for 20 years and pulled out. Take a look here. Uh, yeah, but she threw away that whole box. She's cool though. She like we had a good laugh about it. It wasn't like the end of the world, but uh, but yeah, I was like. But there was a party, you, dude. You're like, oh, you threw it away. Then there was a party there. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, part of me died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part like, of me oh, died. Oh, I guess we don't need that. Fuck yeah, it, huh? Yeah. 
There was I know a guy that had that phone number tattooed on his leg. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was not gonna lose it. He was I have all, hey, photos was... of the little paper. No like, shit. Yeah, on my phone. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, because he he was like, hey, do we used to lose that number all the time? You had to have the number, right? And he's all, yep. gotta write fucking here, right? Yeah. And I was all let's call it. Call it, it anytime. Let's, let's call it. You know? <laughs> what happened? Do you call yeah, it? Yeah, we called it, dude, and it was all and then, oh, and then, and then, I was all fuck. What if he I'm like, I'm trying to order and I just make up shit. <laughs> he's all we had to know what to order. It wasn't Oh yeah, you, you had to know all the little codes. Yeah, it was like two and three letter codes. Yeah, GRN. Fucking a. Eric had a bunch of that. Eric bought his shop in in deep. Oh that really? Was, that was his shop, and nice. he has like he had neons made of like roses and stuff, and I bought them from Eric. One of them is at Josh's house. You can probably show uh, you the, the neon yeah, rose. Yeah, I need to bring it nice. up here so we can have it rewired. Yeah, but, it's the best best color ever, man. Oh dude, it's yeah. fucking like I put that stuff in in people, and it still looks like. Crispy still looks good. Yeah. yeah. Like Eric, 25, 27 years later. Dude, that's rad. Yeah, that's what Frank is used in my leg. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. 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 yeah, it sure looks like he did it two weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. Been, how old is that tattoo from Frank? 20, 25. That shit, looks cr- okay. I, that shit looks crispier than fuck, dude. Yeah, it's insane. It's super clean, like bright as hell. Looks exactly like it did when it was You can do. You got a bunch of cool tattoos. Josh, he didn't take that same journey. Josh fucking... No. Fell down the bad, he fell down the bad tattoo tree and fucking smashed. I saw his bridge. like cold steel tattoo or whatever. Oh, the dude, fuck. You like, blue steel, blue steel. You, yeah. have, you, you ask him to see like his belly. He's, his back is cool and his but his belly, dude, is just like problems. He spackled over, dude, and then didn't even fit. He's like, no, nah, I'm straight, dude. I'm oh, all straight. Man. I still got a lot of space to go with now. But like, Josh is he, first. Doesn't, he has one tattoo in the center of his back. Yeah, I gotta no get backwards. rid of that. I don't what do you have in the middle of your back? I ain't showing shit. It was done by Joker. So, I would look. Can I see it personally on my on our own time. You may. All right. You're the only one though. I would love. You were to sworn see, to secrecy. I, I will. But I love to see that <laughs> shit. I love seeing old tats. Oh. Um. And if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you to get tattooed? Uh, email or Instagram. Okay. And yeah. what is your Instagram? Instagram is at atom underscore artcore, and uh, email is adamartcore at gmail.com. Had to think about it for a minute. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. All right, Adam. Well, I appreciate you taking two hours out of your life to tell me some those, those stories went high to low. I'll tell you yeah. what, it was a goddamn <laughs> roller coaster. I got about a thousand yeah, more, man. And Josh was trying to hype me up. He was all, "Hey, man, he told me some stories, and I'm telling you what, they're fucking, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> those are fucking, those are some good ones. And then you're never. I mean, are you booked out a lot? Are your books closed and blocked? Oh, what? What no, is that? No. What the fuck okay. is books closed? So people no. can get a tattoo from you. They can definitely get a tattoo from me. Perfect, so. perfect. And you get around. All right, Adam. Well, I appreciate it very much. And, you know, safe travels. Thank you for having me. And I'd love to hear some more of these stories, dude. And if they're that good, if you know, next time if we can get you out here, I'd like to hear just some, some of that that you're willing to tell. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to, to the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, we don't do really any kind of sponsor stuff. But if... Uh, if you want to buy some dip and rip shirts, it's dipandrip.com. And we open the store every two months for about a week. And, you know, that's about the only way. Otherwise, just doing it for fun. And if you like it, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing it. It ain't killing me, certainly. But anyway, I appreciate it. Thank you.